Welcome back to Fred Time Stories. I'm Charlotte. Boys. Well, this is Fred, and when he loses his phone, the first place he checks <laughs> is the fridge. <laughs> the fridge, if you didn't get that. Wait, should I just say it so you can edit it in? Wait. The fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Please just leave that in. Like that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because <clears throat> there have been multiple times in which I've gone, I've lost my phone, and I've obviously, I've but having my, having my phone in my hand, I've gone to get myself a snack of some kind from the fridge. So I will open the fridge, and then maybe the snack that I want to get is behind something. So I put my phone down, move that something, grab the snack, put the thing back, and without thinking what well, my phone's still in there, close the fridge, walk off and enjoy my snack. How often do you have a snack from the fridge for that to happen? Uh, at home. I like that that's the bit you're focusing on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at home it happens a fair bit, mainly because like, a, lot of, a lot of time my snack will be uh... like, some leftovers from the night before or something. See, my snack would be in a cupboard. I don't have snacks that need to be refrigerated. My type of snack is often like, sort of like crisps or fruit, which I never want in the fridge, obviously. I don't know, I just always think to look, because the cupboard snacks are often the, I'd say, traditionally more, a slightly more unhealthy sort of yes, thing. Yes, they are. So I'll often, I'll look in the fridge first to see if there's any leftovers from the night before, because that's probably more filling. Yeah. And... But then you've got fruit in the fruit bowl. But some psychopaths for their <laughs> apples in the fridge, and it is the most, un oh, it's just you bite into it expecting that nice <laughs> juicy taste and it just freezes your teeth off. <laughs> it's horrible. My grandma does that. <laughs> your grandma's a psychopath. Yeah. I need, to, like, I need to bring the apple out and sit, sit on it for a bit. Like, <laughs> sit on it? Well, yeah, so that You incubate your apple? Exactly. Oh, like a mother hen. <laughs> Not a warm apple, just an ambient apple. An <laughs> apple at 30, 37 degrees isn't, that's not uncomfortably warm. Yeah, it's a body temperature. Yeah, I mean body temperature like glass of water is weird. <laughs> but body temperature fruit, what's wrong with that? It's so, it's so weird. Why is, it, why is it weird? <laughs> because... Because, like, when you eat an apple, the, yeah. you consider like the ideal temperature for an apple would be room temperature. Yeah. That is nowhere near body temperature. I know, but if like... You, if you eat an yeah, apple at room might... temperature, you don't go, oh, that's relatively cold. Whereas if you ate you... it at room at body temperature, you'd be like, oh, that's a really warm apple. What is happening? You went straight from ambient to body temperature. Yeah, it is quite a big jump, you do that. But I mean, warm, warm fruit doesn't really <clears throat> put me off. I know there's certain foods and drink that would put you off at different temperatures, but fruit you can eat at range of temperatures, I think. It doesn't really bother me. You could have a, I could have a hot apple if I wanted. To be fair, you did eat a hot grape the other day. I did. <laughs> Very hot grape. <laughs> <laughs> Very hot grape indeed. Anyway, uh, sorry for another time. What's your fact? Uh, this is Freddy, and for a while he had the nickname of Flying Fish Freddy. Mm -hmm. Do tell. Oh, I mean, I don't know the story as well as you, but um, obviously you used to work at Thought Park, which is an amusement park in Surrey. Some people might not know what I thought park is. Sorry? It's a feel capital, that's what they call it anyway. The feel capital. The yeah, thrill yeah. capital. Thrill. <laughs> What's feel? Feel is a place relatively near Reading. <laughs> so like, I was like, I don't think it's near there. Thrill capital. God, you're a walking advertisement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, you used to run a ride called the Flying Fish, which was, I'd say, it's one of the smaller rides there. Tiny, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's more for, aimed at kids. We operated all the baby rides essentially, but yeah. Okay, so. That night on Twitter, well, I was on my um, Facebook Messenger to my um, Thought Park friends, and they sent me a link from Twitter, and what I, it was a comment on someone saying, um, went to Flying Fish today, 
and um, make sure you look out for the flying fish Freddy. Uh, most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Absolute work of art. I was like, alright, decent. Hopefully this was posted by, you know, an attractive girl. That'd be quite nice. I went on the profile, it was like a man with his top off. <laughs> Massive anticlimax, anyway. <laughs> but he did describe me as a work of art. It's quite, you know, it's quite yeah, nice. I don't understand why, why it's a negative thing that it was a dude. It's just... Because he thought it was just, it. Yeah, because I thought, well, I actually was with Katie that yeah, time. Right. <laughs> no, no, it's just like, I don't know. Kitty's got a lot of period about this. <laughs> yeah, I just get a lot of more attention than, of um, from gay men than I do of any any females. But yeah. If you had to get a tattoo bigger than the size of a digestive biscuit, what would you get and why? Wow. What? <laughs> See, so throwing needed... digestive oh. biscuit into the mix, and now oh, I God. needed something big enough that it would you look. Like, you couldn't easily hide it. But you could go that small if you had to. I mean, location-wise, I think I'd get it on my wrist. Can you... Is it... Does it have to be a certain colour? No. Okay. Well, I Why does it have to be a certain colour? a certain size. Well, if I had a skin-coloured oh, no. tattoo... <laughs> I just don't need a tattoo. I don't see the point. I mean, you I'm not against to. it. You had to get a tattoo. Question. Yeah, then I'll get that. Anyway. It'll just be looking like my skin. My skin. Why would you get a tattoo tag? of your skin? Huh? Why would you get a suntan? Because that would be ink. That won't. Oh. You'll just have a circle of the original colour. <laughs> oh, that would no. be worse than a normal tan line. Skin coloured scales tattooed all over, just to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> but then we wouldn't be able to get a suntan. <laughs> we'd just be constantly tanned. So, what would you get? I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Probably be like satin or something like that. Planets. Yeah. Space. It would be that. It would be that theme, yeah. Would you get the solar system? Mm, no. Like one of each? No. I, mm, it's too big. Or, or if I had all those planets, it would be too small. Just one featured, I think. Okay. Yeah. I feel like for me, it so would Saturn's your favourite? Mm, or Jupiter. So, for example, if I was working in conservation and stuff, depending on what I was working with, getting maybe a bird I quite like. Okay. What, what sort of bird? Ooh. Chicken? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Conservation. An albatross. <laughs> um, I don't know, like a sail bunting? A what? Sail bunting? A sail bunting? Yeah. A sail bunting? Spelled C-I-R-L bunting. Um, they only live in Devon, Cornwall. They're oh. very protected species. What? Like, farms get paid a lot of money to um, put out, to literally save a field and just have uh, dry seeds and stuff, or just, just plants. You don't, you just leave it alone. You just plant those and make sure those plants grow because so they, they use them in the winter. Are they like a game bird or are no. they flying? Yes, they're a fly. Like, <laughs> they're like an How useful are away. their legs? Sort of thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, birds have, you know, different oh, degrees of like, some waddle, like penguins have, well. Ah. Penguins don't fly. Yeah, that's true. Penguins are just a bit useless around there. They swim. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like, you know, a pheasant. I can run quite fast if you're a token on ostrich sort of thing. It flies. Yeah, but pigeons are a bit like, you know, they can't take very big steps. You know what I mean by how useful are their legs? Yeah. And I don't really know how to answer the question. Can you just describe the bird to me? I have no idea what this bird looks well, like. Well, I, I think Charlotte's a good photo of C I R. Well, then, well, there may be some um, viewers Space that would like to know what yeah. it is as well. So, so we need an audible description. It's quite a small yeah. bird. Um, it's pretty cute. Pretty cute. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. It looks a little bit like a goldfinch. Yeah, so it's, it's sort of yellowy brown. Quite a small bird. Yeah. Okay. That's well, blue. It's got like a blue tip, um, uh, like a band across its eyes. Yeah, face. yeah. I was thinking about um, the idea of tattoos, but like to paint part of your body that resembles the shape of what you're drawing. What? That makes <laughs> no sense. So I'm trying to think of a better example. The only example I've got is just fucking weird. Go on then. Um, yeah, give us that example. <laughs> okay. Oh no, I think I know what it is. <laughs> Well, like, if I wanted a tattoo of a planet, um, oh. yeah, like, well, I can't decide between Jupiter or Saturn, so just one on each. <laughs> or my butt cheeks, and that'd be like a nice that. face of Jupiter. You know, as soon as he said, that's why I said, oh no, because I knew exactly where his mind was going. And you got the 3D I'm... image there, and it's nowhere unsuitable for work, unless... You... Well. Depending on your work. Yeah, depending on work. But I mean, who would like to, you know? I think that's a very interesting idea. Like I think I think it would be better on the bum because that's more of a uniform texture. Because and you know, it won't hurt. The other can take on much. yeah. The, other, the, the <laughs> pain you would go well, through. I don't know. They say they say tattoos are more painful when it's over bone. Yeah, but I think that's when, when not talking about extremely sensitive areas. Um, because mm. for example, getting tattoo on the arm, like even though a bit, the arm isn't as sensitive as the area you're suggesting. Also, you need to have it done in a very cold room. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be very fiddly. I think <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be as hard as possible. I think <laughs> it's very, it's very um, difficult texture to perform a tattoo on. I think that's why a lot of people get tattoos there. Yeah. <laughs> Also, you know, it's just because it's so changeable, I don't think it really worked for a tattoo as a, as a place. I mean, you know, it can be a range of forms. So, yeah, I think have a, probably a tattoo of a planet on my bum. That's what I'm going for. Okay. It only has to be digestive size, though. <laughs> oh, damn it. Because you think how long it's going to take to fill in. Did you say bigger than a digestive biscuit or the size of a digestive At biscuit? At least the size. Oh, there we are then. <laughs> so, so, digestive or bigger? There we are. A digestive size so planet or your entire arse cheek? Um, no, my entire arse cheek, obviously. Because <laughs> yeah, obviously, you got the, the effect of the shape. I think that's an excellent idea, but you're looking at me quite weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't I don't think you can call that an excellent idea. That's an excellent idea, you've got the shape effect. It's not just a tattoo, it's taking it further. You've got to keep up your squatting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah God. I need to do bum workouts to keep this shape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite glad because I thought my bird on the wrist was actually going to be quite a weird idea, but you blow it out of the water, <laughs> so I thought I was safe. So, would you have like a, a standing bird or a flying bird? Probably in flight. Down flap or up flap or mid flap? <laughs> Wings outstretched, let's just say. Mid flap. Mid, <laughs> mid flap. <laughs> right, you ready for the next one? Mm -hmm. Just like a bird. Up flap. <laughs> <laughs> the wings are directly up. Forward flap. Back flap. <laughs> Naruto bird. What would happen if Pinocchio said, my nose will now grow? Oh, fuck. Not uh, a paradox. I've come across this one before. Oh, you're a veteran. Paradox is like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
they, they, they stress me out. <laughs> anyway, let's dissect it anyway. So, uh, so the what statement? My nose will now grow. Okay. And then... Because it only grows if he tells a lie. So then, if it grows, which means he's told a lie, but that means he's told the truth because his nose did grow. Ah! What? <laughs> he will spontaneously combust. <laughs> <laughs> Starting at the nose and then just go... <laughs> 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 feeling something like that would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Universe will eliminate him. It's a you answer. It'll yeah. explode. <laughs> it'll, it'll be destroyed in some way. Do like fire. That is the answer for everything that just doesn't work. Explosion. That's one of my guys. That's a great friend impression. <laughs> in my physics class, that was so, well, this guy, the, the teacher, sorry, asked a question, like a really like good question. And he just went, this guy, the teacher. <laughs> and he just said, explode. <laughs> Is that what Michael Bay does when he's stuck for something to do? He's going, yeah, oh, explosion, yeah, just stick explosion exactly in the back <laughs> Explain it for me again, but slower. So, Pinocchio, whose nose grows when he tells a lie, Yeah. what would happen if he said... But no, explain the answer to me. I don't know the answer. <laughs> no, but like, Fred dissected it just now. Yeah, Fred said he would explode. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, so his nose grows if he tells a lie. So yeah. if he says, my nose will grow now, <clears throat> if his nose doesn't grow... He told a lie. He told a lie. Yeah, if his nose doesn't grow, means he's telling the truth, but his nose doesn't grow, and because he said, my nose will grow now, yeah, yeah, it means it's a lie. You just said, if he says, if his nose doesn't grow, then he was telling the truth. No. That's telling a lie, because he said, my nose no, will now grow. He says, my nose will now grow. Yeah. So... If it grows... Then it means he the told truth. the truth, but it grew, which means it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah. And vice versa. So, yeah. Spontaneously combust. It's all I think of. I think that's probably what would happen. We, we need to test it out. We need to get Pinocchio <laughs> into the studio. Studio, my bedroom. And ask. <laughs> Someone called your And ask him to say, My nose will now grow. But I think we should wear like safety equipment because he could. I'm standing there with a fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> into like safety glass and everything. Okay. We'll do that for you. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> you should go and source Pinocchio over the weekend. <laughs> over the weekend? It's a Monday. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a working day. It's the sort of thing people listen to on the way to work sort of thing. <laughs> That's what I'm visualising. Okay. Find us on Twitter at FredTimeStories and FredTimeStories at gmail.com and send us any ridiculous questions you might have for the Freds to ponder. Would you take a million pounds, but... For the rest of your life, there's a snail that's trying to get you. You can't ever be touched by the snail, otherwise you'll die. Yes. You know there are some times where you'll, you'll be in bed, every, every one thing in the house is locked up, you'll, come, you'll wake up in the morning and there'll still be like a snail trail inside the house. Mm -hmm. So they can obviously get in through... That's what I said, I've there. never seen a snail trail inside my house. How? What? What do you mean how? It's not a common thing for snails go sliming around your house. I think it is. Yeah. What? Mona? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are snails getting into your houses? Because I don't Because they're sneaky. <laughs> they have a massive shell on their back. They want you to squeeze through little gaps. But yeah, no, I'd definitely take what? I'd definitely take the money. It's one of those life's mysteries. <laughs> what, how snails get in? I just think I've never experienced that. I thought if it was that common, I would have. I'll take the money. And then... Ooh. How, wait, I'm is the snail to... trying to kill you? So, 
It's trying to get you. And if get it, me? If it touches you, you die. Oh, okay. It's always going at snail speed. But it will always... So, like, if you went to a different country, it will eventually get to you. Well, will it? If you move to Australia... How long does snails live? I'm not finding the average speed. <laughs> but, Freddie, you don't know where the snail starts. Most species of Let's land... Let's see here. Most species of land snail are annual. Others are known to live for two to three years. But some of the larger species may live for over ten years in the wild. All you have to do is get But them. you've got them... As part of the question, you're assuming it will last as long as you. Okay. Right. And <clears throat> um, set. Why are you getting the calculator out? To do some math. Just the one. I, I like... It's a singular math. <laughs> one yeah. math. Are you American? Yes. We <laughs> oh. need to Google a few more things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I know the lifespan, I just need to find out how far away Australia is. Or New Zealand. Okay, so uh, where are we saying the snail starts? Or the snail starts in an unknown, an unknown location around the world? Um. The snail was my way. Freddie, how fast does snails travel? 0.047 kilometres per hour. 0.04. Right, so. If, if I know the snail starts a mile away, I'll yeah. do exactly what Freddie just said and get a plane to Australia. If I didn't know where the snail was starting, then I would probably stay here. Because realistically, if the snail hasn't started in the UK, it's still got to cross water to get here. Mm. Whereas if I know it starts in the UK, then I would go somewhere so it would have to cross multiple oceans to get there. Snail's so not known for their seafaring skills. It would take 397,765 hours to get to you, roughly. How what, from a mile away? That? No, no, sorry, oh, from Australia. England to New Zealand. Okay, right. How many days? Divide that by yeah, 24. So, yeah. Right, so that, okay, so that'll take 16,532 days. Divide that by 365. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna... What? Yeah. <laughs> Point know. 0.25. No, divide by 365. 0.25. Oh. I'll try the specific. So it'll take about... 45 years. You'd have to move twice. It could still get there. But also, why happens if it just gets no. on a plane or something? Yeah, exactly. Because oh, it could just snail, snail onto nah. a plane. This is obviously, we're talking because it can hunt you down, so it knows where you are at all times, and it's obviously a very determined snail. I would never consider a snail to be able to board a plane, but since you said snails are in your house. Can, <laughs> we, can we distract the snail with lettuce? So if it gets to the room, you're like, ah, drop it. No. So if it gets to the room, you, you can, can step, step over the snail. <laughs> you don't need to distract it. You can't really obstruct a snail, because you to can be honest, just climb you, over things. You, like what you could just do. Is if it, if you know it's in your house, if you can time how long it takes to get from one side of the house to the other, every time it just gets close, just walk to the other side of the house mm. again. Why don't you just have slug pellet on your shoes? Why on your shoes? Because that's how it would get onto your body. It's gonna last as long as you do. What do you mean? So you can't kill it. Oh, you can't kill it. No. Even if you had like salty shoes. <laughs> salty shoes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll respawn. Oh, what if? What if you just wore? Ah, oh, this is going to be really uncomfortable. If you just wore like, a skin-tight suit that just covered every part of your body. Yeah, that'd be like horrible. A, like a hazmat suit. You only suit. have to put it on 45 years after this thing by you to New Zealand. You don't have to, you don't it have like a two-year period. Freddy. Uh. Would you take the money for it? Yes. Much? A million. Yeah. I would. Yes, I think I would, no I think, question. Yeah, because there's a lot of money. And I would also, happily run away from a sale for the rest of my life. <laughs> worst, like... Ah. How much that. pain are we talking when the snail gets you? 
Nothing. Okay, just quit that. Yeah. I yeah, but wait. Man, the stress will cause your family. Can we still die of old age? Yeah. The stress it will cause your family. Yeah. You're not immortal with the snail. Oh. You can be if you want. <laughs> you could add that to. I don't know. I don't know if a billion would last me for immortality. A million. Yeah, I don't think it will last me immortality. No. But once you run out, just touch a snail. You're gone. What, what, any snail? No, the snail. No, no. Why don't you just like, put the snail under a glass? Yeah. Put it in a box. I was about to say that. That's all your trouble's done. To get your mate, because it would be dangerous for you to do. To just, just to box, put it, box up the snail. Put it in like a, yeah. like a fish well, tank. Well, if it can get in a house, I'm sure it could get out of a box. Put it in a seal no. fish tank. No way. Inside another seal fish tank. Inside <laughs> another seal fish tank. Because then your friend could then let you know. For, you could just on, make it like a... Crazy maze, so it takes ages to get. Yeah, it'll just take longer. Send out space. Just ask NASA when there's next rocket launches, and just say, "Can I please just put a little snail?" <laughs> you can't move it, otherwise you'll die. What do you mean you can't move it? They can. They can move it though. Other people oh. can move it. You don't have to touch the snail yourself. We'll just wear gloves. Or you say touch it. Are we talking if it touched you through clothes, you'll die? Yeah. If it reaches oh, you, then get your mate to do it. If you have no mate, you're screwed. <laughs> I, I still think if you can... Well, the story make friends. <laughs> if you can get it in, like, an airtight room, then there, there is no way you can get out of there. As soon as you like, identify that, that snail... And to be fair, the way to identify it is, if you ever do see a snail, and it's making a beeline for you, or a snail line for you, <laughs> uh, if you then turn around and stand behind the snail, if it then turns around and goes towards you again, you know that's that snail. Because there's no way a normal snail would just turn around and follow you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent of money. Yeah, that's it. No way you would. Thank you for listening to Fred Time Stories. Freddie will send us off for the fact. Nine out of ten chimps look both ways when crossing the road. Good Thank night. you to Good Sophie night. Minter Illustration for our artwork and Kevin McLeod for the music.